Hello and welcome to the McYap and Fries Movie Podcast. I'm Gavin. I'm Mac. And today we'll be giving you a little bit of uh, movie-related news before we move on to the uh, review of the week. As, Which, as you already guessed, as you might have guessed, it's, it's Transformers. Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. Or when I was in, I saw this in Singapore, and uh, they were playing the soundtrack over it. Uh, yeah. So every once in a while, before the movie start, before the movie started, when you got like uh, ads, yeah. they'd be playing the soundtrack, and every once in a while, you'd get like some some treated, really strong Chinese-accented uh, robot voice come in. You are listening to the soundtrack <laughs> of Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. That's <laughs> That's been on the radio here a lot. They just have people trying to do the voice. I know, but... It's like, hey, my drink is getting cold. This Can you make some ice? It's like, no, I can't do that. Can you turn into an ice in the fridge? I'm afraid I can't do that. There isn't even the slightest attempt for this guy to disguise the fact yeah. that he's Chinese. So it's like you got a Chinese robot, which doesn't work. Well, we have robots from New Jersey and the hood in the movie, so... That's because you were pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be getting to that later. But uh, yeah. so, yeah, this particular podcast will be... We're going to be focusing just uh, review wise. We're going to be focusing just on Transformers: Revenge we, of the Fallen because we talked we've, about it so much. For now, we have to really milk this hour because there's not much I don't have. To it's also it to make up for the fact that we talked so much about Watchmen but didn't really get the chance to do that. So it's yeah. like we're not going to waste another opportunity. This here. is our meat and potatoes. It is. And having said that, we do have a lot to say yes. about this particular movie. A movie that uh, I really, really enjoyed. But as it is with all Michael Bay movies, we have notes. So hold on for the reservations. <laughs> That's right. But uh, let's get to news first. Uh, you may not know this, but the movie Hitman was, uh, in, was indeed a hit. How? I still <laughs> I, haven't seen I actually saw this and I acquired a copy so I can witness it firsthand. You haven't seen the movie yet? No, I Um I saw it way after everyone had told me how shit it was. And I think that that actually helped because when I saw it, I mean, I didn't think it was brilliant or anything. The but I was totally readily. Yeah, forward. I mean, my expectations were so low and I was expecting it to be such shit yeah. that uh, I was watching it thinking to myself, it's all right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's- from, from the moment I saw Tim and the Oliphant, I was just like, what's wrong with his face? He, he just, there's people, certain people have heads that look good shaved. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. his shaved head doesn't fit the rest of his face. And so from that moment onwards- He looks, I, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, with a bald head, he doesn't look particularly scary. He looks like, like he's something wrong with him. He looks unwell. Yes. You know, he looks like an AIDS patient or something, yeah. you know, and it's... Uh, What's that called? The um, medicine of your head by t telling your personality by the shape of your head? The bumps? Oh, I have, no, I, 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 uh, I have no idea what yeah, that's Yeah, because his called. looks fucked up. His looks... In, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't peg him for, for an assassin if I had to feel no. the bumps on his head. He looks like an accountant. You know, yeah, he looks like... He looks unwell. Yeah. He looks like he's had one too many CAT scans. But the movie didn't make all that much money in the States. I believe... It, I think it just topped up at about 40 mil, but... Oh, uh, worldwide gross was uh, just about 100 mil. Yeah. And uh, so now, 20th Century Fox, our favorite studio, is uh, looking to do a sequel. They've hired uh, Kyle Ward to do the screenplay. Kyle Ward is this guy who's written this move, upcoming movie called Kane and Lynch for Lionsgate, which is a Bruce Willis vehicle, I think. Which is based upon a game which also didn't do very well called Kane and Lynch. It, it, it was supposed to be like Heat, the video game. I see. These two guys, one of them actually is a psychopath. Mm -hmm. He's actually, uh, he's lost his mind completely. Um, it was a really cool, it looked really cool, the concept was really cool, the game wasn't that cool, so I think they're trying to just retool this into a, it will make a good movie, it'll be kind of like Heat, but with two guys. The other um, video game adaptation that this guy is currently working on is Uncharted, Drake's Fortune. Another video game, yeah. I, I'm not familiar with this, this one, right? It's for PlayStation 3 and I don't have one of those, so fuck it. So you haven't played it yet? No. Well, how good can it be? Exactly. It's on PlayStation 3, it's PlayStation 3 exclusive, it must be shit. And the fifth Hitman game is expected to be released in late 2010, I guess they'll try and... Uh, is that fifth? I don't know. 
I don't know. Well, uh, that, that's there's been hundreds of them. That's what my research suggests. That it's yeah. the fifth hitman gang. When people give out about you know when the conservative rights give out about you know uh, violence in video games, and they talk about video games being murder simulators. Mm -hmm. It's hitman. Really? Yeah, yeah. You got like you got to ice like an FBI uh, predicted guy and right. but because the game technology has never been up to mo accurately modeling what people do in a panic situation mm -hmm. they tend to do the same things over and over again so there's like how not to play hitman there's a series of youtube videos and just one guy and he has the benny hill music playing that's slightly speed it up <laughs> and it's just like okay i'm with some subtitles okay just here's a guy walking his dog just kill this guy no one will notice go into his house go upstairs just wait across the hallway shoot everybody shoot like one or two of the guards one of them will run for the phone every time and when he's at the phone you can see him through the window so he's just doing this ridiculous stuff like just killing people left, right, and center and getting away with it. But that's it, man. Well, I would imagine if they're smart, what they'll probably try and do is they'll probably Time. try and coincide the movie with uh, when the next game is going to be released. Uh, no official word whether Timothy Oliphant's going to be back, but I'd imagine he would be. He probably signed on for sequels. Yeah. In the hope. In the hope that there would be sequels. No, but I remember before that movie came out, there was... There was a good buzz. There was a nice little buzz yeah. about it. I mean, and it was a very, very popular game, and it was one game that lent itself very well to cinema, so that's, you know, so I read. Yeah. Being not too familiar with the game myself. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so I figured we'd uh, start the news off with something not very important. Hitman 2 on the way. Aren't you guys excited? Did you see... We got some news from the last week because I was away. So, did you see the pictures from Tim Burton's Alice that came online? Yes. Some concept art and some actual photos. Yes, I did. These were quite cool. Johnny Depp These looks were... like Elijah Wood. Yeah, Elijah Wood. That's exactly what I had. He looks... It's, it's uh, the combination of that shocked, kind of stunned look on his face and the eye, eye contact he has in. He looks like Elijah Wood. He looks like Elijah Wood. With red curly hair. <laughs> but uh, it was USA Today had this. They had some concept art. The uh, Michael Sheen is playing the uh, White Rabbit. And he just looks weird. That looks creepy. But, and the things like the flowers, they have the flowers who like talk to Alice when she's really small, mm -hmm. and they look freaky as well. I can't wait to see what um, Caterpillar's played by... Is it Matt S Lucas? Snape. Oh, uh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman's playing the Caterpillar. Uh, Matt Lucas is playing Tweedledum and Tweedledum. They look freaky. Did you see the concept art? Yeah. They're yeah. like so round, they're kind of, there's something wrong. I know, it does, it does look pretty freaky. Yeah. I, I don't know, I'm kind of on the fence with this movie at the moment. Oh, yeah, I'll wait to see a trailer at least. I'm going to wait to see it. Yeah. Tim Burton's become one of these filmmakers where it's like, I don't know, it's like, it's, 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 he's got his own subgenre now of, of, of shit that he does. Yeah, but I think recently he's been doing stuff that's not 100% his subgenre, and that's been the problem. Yeah. But this, I think, is a match made in heaven. No, I think so too. I if mean, he like, does uh, it, if he's, if he's not interfered with too much, mm -hmm. show me, Timothy. Where did, the, uh, where did the nasty studio executive touch you? Show me on this doll. <laughs> If he's left alone to just do whatever the fuck he wants, it could be just bizarre. And well, amazing. he is back at Disney, yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what kind of memories that brings up. It'll be interesting to see how this movie turns out. <laughs> Did you see I, the picture as well? That was it. Was Helena Bonham Carter's the Red Queen? Yeah. Had, and yeah. Hathaway's the White Queen? No, I didn't see that one. That one was like they mentioned it in all the news articles leading to this picture, the picture uh, article. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't in there anyway. I had to, I had to Google it somewhere else. She looked kind of freaky as well. Really, like disturbingly freaky. No, all of the images that I've seen from the movie look, you Wrong. know, like, look, yeah, they just look like, a, you know, like kind of how you would expect, but not at all. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like they get the basic... The Mad Hatter is wearing a hat. Yeah, the basic overall thing of, of what you would imagine Tim Burton might do is all there, but it does seem to be taking that, you know, like uh, going to the, taking that extra couple of steps with it just to really make it, yeah, yeah. you know, really hardcore, which is what I hope it does, because Tim Burton is great... <laughs> When he, when he really goes for it, when he really goes for the juggler and goes all out and, and is really embraces his Tim Burton weird-ass weird self. 
But he's one of the few directors who has an ask. Yeah, but once he starts, <coughs> excuse me, chew your food. Yeah. You know, but once he starts like uh, sort of giving in, you get Planet of the Apes and Willy Wonka. And uh, yeah, Charlie Ch- Ch- and Chocolate Factory. That was such a that was a prime it. example of just like no, yeah. The only the only scene that liked in that is like here's the tappy pulling room. Here's this other room. Here's the recently um, opened doll burn ward <laughs> for all the dolls he burned in the beginning. That was genius, but apart from that, that was the only hint of decentness. Yeah, and that and was that was a wasted effort, but I hope we don't get that here. Well, here's a movie that uh, I really have no interest in whatsoever, The Zookeeper. I've been seeing people lined up for this. It's animated, right? Um, it's it's uh, sort of, it's live action. It's kind of like the Doctor Do- Doctor Doolittle, you know. It's like this Kevin James is uh, starring as a zookeeper and. Uh, all of the animals in there are trying to help him with his love life. Gotcha. And so the voice cast sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that's mean they've been announcing people every week. Adam Sandler is, uh, but you know, Adam Sandler is also producing. Happy Madison is his production house is producing the Zookeeper as it did Paul Mart. Paul and Dick Paul, Paul, Paul Blart Malkoff. <laughs> Another movie that you know, like, uh, really sort of pioneered <laughs> the industry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Adam Sandler is going to be the voice of a monkey. Sylvester Stallone is going to be a lion, Cher a giraffe, John Favreau a bear, yeah. and uh, the uh, comedy director Judd Apatow himself will be voicing an elephant. Fuck. Yeah. Where the fuck is Seth Rogen? Mm. <laughs> He's too busy working on Paul. Uh, Paul. Yeah. Um, and uh, Rosario Dawson has signed on to play the love interest, I'm guessing, which oh, is kind of right. weird. Rosario Dawson, her choices in movies are really bizarre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she seems to be working a niche in the, you know, schlubby guy who's not really that attractive getting the hot girl. I know. I at know. Least, at like least that Ghost Town had the decency not to set up uh, Ricky Gervais with Taylor Leone. Taylor Leone, yeah. I saw the trailer for the Invention of Lying, and it's again, it's like, he's not going to get with Jennifer Gardner, isn't he? No, no, no. They might hold hands, and that's about it. That's about it. Because, you know, that's just a turnoff. Actually, that was one thing about Ghost Town that I did like, is that they didn't have, they didn't cop out in the way romantic comedies normally do cop out. It was just the rest of the movie. They probably tried to, but Ricky Gervais' corpse in the middle of all the times when he's trying to fucking kiss Gardner. Or not, Gardner, Tealoni. What's wrong with him? (laughs) Swept up in the head, man. I'd look in the camera and, like, say, Yeah, David Duchovny. That's the uh, the casting news for Conan. Casting news for Conan? Is it the Robert Kickinger? Yeah, the Roland Kickinger. Roland Kickinger? Yeah. They're getting an Arnold. They really are. Look-alike. They really are going with the next Arnold, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in every sense of the word. He's he's played. He was Arnie's body double in T4. And he played him in See Arnold Run. The um, yeah, the, the biopic. I didn't see. I think I meant I've seen that in glancing on the TV. But I had seen. Yeah, same thing. Like in like a channel surfing, I'd catch it and I'd watch like about twenty minutes of it, and it'd just be too weird watching anyone else be Arnold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's just you know if it ain't Arnold, it's not you know. Sorry, it's just not for me. Yeah, but he's close to Arnold. But can he act? Is the real I don't know. Did he, could, could, was he acting in those bits you saw? Because uh, he, he's playing Arnold, which is, you can't really tell if he's acting. Well, if I can't remember it, then, yeah. I mean, how good could he be? But, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous about this movie, to be perfectly honest. You're nervous now. You weren't nervous when Brett Ratner was doing it. You weren't nervous you still haven't got a director. No, no, no. I've, I've been bitching about this every every chance I get. Yeah, I know. Like, when Marcus Nispel, like, was, uh, you know, signed on to do it, I was like, come on. Yeah. All that... I don't know. It's gotten to that point now where, as far as this movie is concerned, I gotta see a trailer. Yeah, yeah. That's the only way I'm gonna be able to sort of like come up with any real kind of opinion. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I've been wrong many times before. Oh yeah. But yeah, it's the <laughs> Zookeeper. It's directed by uh, Frank Caracci, the guy who directed Click and The Wedding Singer. Oh great. Yep. 
And they're aiming for yeah, October. October next year. You mentioned Seth Rogen doing Paul. Have you seen they launched the What Is Paul website? Whatispaul.com? Yep. This is the new Simon Pegg's, um, what's his name? Mike Frost? Hmm? Nick what? Frost. Nick Frost. <laughs> the new movie from the guys from Hot Foes and Shaun of the Dead. And they're, we talked about it before about the possibly shooting at uh, Comic Con, which I think has been revoked now. They're not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. But they've set up a, in a similar way to did for Hot Fuzz, they've set up a nice little website and it has photos from on set and little YouTube clips from there. Mm -hmm. So you're getting to see some cool stuff, little things like, uh, Peg has kind of long geeky hair in it. Looks weird. Oh yeah? Yeah, and this, they're going, they were, the, one of the ones I saw this morning was they were learning how to drive the RV because they have to drive it for most of the movie. Because they've got a big RV to cross over the country. So it's just behind the scenes of like him and Nick trying to learn how to drive this thing and backing it up and shit. Oh, they don't know how to drive? Well, no, they've never driven an RV. From well, England. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Being from England, you probably never drive. Yeah. <laughs> RV is the size of a boat. Yeah, it's pretty fucking big. It's America, man. Bigger is better. Exactly. And then we'll bomb you. More stupid news. You see David Fincher? Yeah, yeah. Said, I was just about to get Facebook. <laughs> the David, Facebook movie. David Fincher. Fuck, man. Uh, you better make your chef movie before you make your Facebook <laughs> movie, David Fincher. Yeah, because by the time he's done his chef movie, Facebook will be gone. We'll all be Beboing or something else. Or you better make, you know, if you're not going to, either your chef movie or your heavy metal movie or torso. <laughs> Don't do Facebook the movie. Facebook the movie. It's what a waste. But amazingly, they got Aaron Sorkin to do the script. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, Aaron Sorkin script this film? How the hell is that going to, it's like the West Wing in an IT firm? Yeah, it's like, yeah, for those of you who don't know, Aaron Sorkin created the West Wing, Sports Night, Studio 60. Uh, his films are A Few Good Men. And a real kind of stamp or characteristic of all his stuff is snappy dialogue. Yeah, snappy and, dialogue. And fast know. snappy dialogue. Very fast. No, I mean, dialogue-wise, this guy's really good. So, I mean, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how it turns out. But just yeah. as an idea, and you know how I feel about Facebook. I don't want to see a fucking movie about it. <laughs> so most of your time avoiding it. It's like, you know, on stay, on, stay on Facebook long enough. It's only a matter of time before you get face-fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I, read, I read on, uh, what was it? I think it was Rotten Tomatoes. This guy made a comment about uh, David Fincher that... Uh, you know, being uh, in talks to direct the, the Facebook movie, I thought it was pretty funny. It was like, like, what are we going to get? An amazing CGI enhanced shot of a camera's eye zooming along an, an internet cable from a computer through the wall across the Harvard campus and then across the country to another computer on another campus. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. That could work. It could work. Hey, have you heard about uh, the direct director of... Um, Hero, Zhang uh, Zimao, he's gonna remake the Coen Brothers. The what? The Coen Brothers, um, he's remaking Blood Simple. The oh, right. The, the director of Hero, Zhang Zimao. Why? I don't, I don't how, 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 is this, what, how is this coming to be? Why would you remake Blood Simple? And why his, would you... his new film, which is titled The Stunning Case of the Three Gunshots. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's a remake of um, or it's or a reimagining of Blood Simple, but it's going to be set in China. So God knows what kind of changes they've made to it. Yeah, yeah. But I was just thinking the other day, you know, it's like not not so much in, in relation to China, but in Japan. I was like, you know, I was just thinking to myself, like Hollywood really needs to stop remaking Japan. Japan needs to start remaking, remaking Hollywood. Hollywood. And, and then what I has happened recently? There was some Japanese version of an American movie. Was there? Yeah, I can't remember what it was now. Because it was a weird. It was one of those weird things. So it is already happening. Cool. I'd be, I'd be very interested to see this guy's take on uh, Blood Simple. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Blood Simple, the story was um, about this bar owner in Texas, played by Dan Hedaya, uh, who hires a private detective, played by M Emmett Walsh, to kill his wife, played by Frances McDermott and her lover. Um, and it, it all goes to shit. Horribly wrong. Yeah. As it always does in Coen Brothers movies, the bad guys. That's right. 
but uh, it's it's a really really cool film, and uh, be interesting to see a Chinese <laughs> set in China. That's gonna be insane. <laughs> that is that is one of the first movies I will pay full admission to read <laughs> in quite some time. <laughs> After I left school, I just had issues with reading my films. Yeah, I went through this thing because, like, uh, you know, like in in university, I had to watch so many foreign films for my for my for my course and everything. Yeah. By the time I left school, I was like, "Fuck it, I don't want to see any more. Fuck it, I don't want to read any more movies." <laughs> After, and that was when I fell in love with you know, like big blockbuster special effects. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck it." Don't have to think. <laughs> Don't have brain. to read. Put your brain at the door. Awesome. Um, but yeah, there was also thing about Spielberg announced. Uh, Noah Wiley is signed up for lead role on the TNT. Steven Spielberg. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alien Invasion TV show. Yeah. So I, this is kind of again accidental uh, publicity by the looks of things. But Noah Wiley is like ugh, the librarian is all he does read these days. He's I haven't seen that. Is that, yeah. is that any good? No, it's terrible. It's 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 like it's, I, a, knock, I, it's a knockoff of. Um, was it National Treasure? The way Indiana that's a knockoff of Indiana Jones. I don't think I could watch a show called The Librarian without wanting to kick my ass. Oh, it's a movie. It's a series of small, oh, really crap movies. Series of small movies, like how small? Like twenty minutes. I'm talking in imagination and scope here. <laughs> oh right, okay. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, what's his name? That really sarcastic old dude from the U.S. He's still alive. Not you know one of that kind of Bob Hope generation kind of guy. Don Rickles. Wasn't Don Rickles, <laughs> but it's the other one. He's really deadpan. <laughs> What, Stephen Wright? No, he's older than him. Oh, he's been loads of things, but he's the only good thing in it. He's like his mentor, and he's just like gives him shit the whole time. He's, he's one of those big, like, he'd be on Johnny Carson kind of guys. And, you know, you see him with a lot of American shows, but not so much over here. Right. If I saw him, I'd probably recognize him. Yeah. Not like Jack Gleason. No, <laughs> Gleason, he's Jack Gleason's dead. <laughs> but yeah, I did read about that. That is kind of that is kind of weird. Yeah, because it's just not been announced right yet, or... Spielberg, what's Spielberg, what's his role in it? Is he producing, I presume? But, you know, mm -hmm. Did you read about the, uh, the Watchmen director's cut? I heard a little bit about it, yeah. Well, first of all, it is, uh, it is official that it is indeed going to be screened. Uh, it, it is going to get a theatrical release yeah, on, cinemas for a little bit. on the weekend of July 17th in four cities, Los Angeles, New York, Dallas, and Minneapolis. Uh, phew, I don't know, I don't think... We're don't not going to make it. I don't think we're going to get the chance yeah, to see yeah. it. <laughs> but... Um, I mean, this uh, for the blue, for the uh, director's cut that's come, the special edition director's cut that's coming up. It sounds really cool. It's going to have um, director's commentaries and something called uh, director walk on. So watching the film in the mode actually features director uh, Zack Snyder stepping in front of the screen and offering video insight. Ah! <laughs> Zack Snyder in front of the yeah. screen. Not, a, not a <laughs> yeah. unlike the standard commentary, the video of Snyder can pause or rewind segments that need greater focus as well as linked to various featurettes or still images. Yeah, they just want us to buy Blu-ray players. Fuck it, I'm not buying one. Yep. <laughs> Standard death is quite fine enough for me and my eyesight's only gonna fail with age. And that War and Warner Brothers has also confirmed that an ultimate edition will be hitting later around Christmas. Yeah, yeah. The July edition's features won't be repeated and the later release will be more or less a movie-only version incorporating the Black Freighter footage back into the film. Though the later set's running time will be the longest version possible, Zyder's, Schneider's preferred cut will be the version hitting July 21st. Until it's out and people have bought it, and then it'll yeah. be the next one will be yeah, the preferred yeah, cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, let's just bend over and just take this Watchman marketing cock up the ass. Twice. Put down your $25. Sacrifice the chicken dinner. Gravy on the taters. What else you got? I'm on the trainers now. You want the trailers? Yeah, what do you want to? Well, just like uh, going back to uh, Zack Snyder just a little bit, talking about the 300 sequel. 
he says, and I quote, I know for a fact that Frank Miller is writing right now. Uh, he's drawing away and seems to be knee-deep in it. I think he's going to head back to Greece again to do another reconnaissance. Uh, but basically, saying they're going to use the same... boss. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to use the same technology, uh, same kind of shit, that, uh, just going to be on crazier steroids. Yeah. It's going to be much bigger in terms of the uh, the landscape, of the, the terrain, the whole thing. Because I watched it there again recently, 300, and it still holds up. I still enjoy it. It still holds up. It's still a crazy-ass fucking... <laughs> I want to go out and just beat the shit out of everybody. Just want to find a wolf and stab it. <laughs> yeah, I, I went to see that with some friends and they came out and they were ready to take on Persian. Just that movie so pumps you up. That was a loss a little bit when I watched it on video, actually. It wasn't as, you know, in the cinema. You yeah. just came out and you're like slavering at that fucking mouth. You were like those Persians on change, just ready to let go. <laughs> I'm gonna, let's, let's move on trailers. Okay. Did you see the final trailer for G.I. Joe? Yes, I did. It's the first nail in the coffin. <laughs> it looks fucking retarded. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. <laughs> I, I so want to see it. Everything out of Marlon Wayne's mouth. Or Damon? Marlon, Damon. Marlon Wayne. Marlon Wayne's everything out of his mouth. It's just stupid. It's ridiculous. I, I really the action it. looks so cool. Like there's like you see those guys doing the things in the turbo suits, and then it is Snake Eyes doing it without the turbo suits. He's like going over cars and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of the action and all of the effects and stuff look great. But he just opens his mouth and just pure shit pure pours out. <laughs> it's a Steven Summer script. Yeah. As we fear, I can't wait to see it. It looks so fucking bad. <laughs> My expectations are the bars are well lowered now at this point. I'll, I'll enjoy it now just because I, I just really did not expect no, anything. No, from we, this. we need to, we need to get like really like loaded. <laughs> <laughs> and go and see it and just laugh at its retardedness. <laughs> just laugh at how fucking stupid the whole fucking charade is. <laughs> the sorry excuse for a toy movie. How do you how do you fuck it up? How do you fuck it up? It even looks like Transformers. Uh, but yeah, that killed that one. Did you see the trailer for Zombieland? I did. Awesome. Yeah, Woody Harrison. This looks like it's, this a, it's is the American, like American Shaun of the Shaun Dead. Dead yeah. American Shaun of the Dead. You know, I was talking to another American about that. I was like, it's like it's like American Shaun of the Dead. Huh? What are you talking about? It doesn't look like it has the same plot at all. Yeah, yeah. It's like fucking dumbass. <laughs> I mean, the tone. The tone. In yeah. terms of tone, it looks like America's Shaun of the Dead. I, it, it, uh, I love Woody Harrelson, dude. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, Woody, and this is where Woody Harrelson playing a crazy ass Woody Harrelson type guy. What is it? My mama said I'd be no good. Around I've always been good at two things, and it's just like I can do the major in Parkland. Woody Harrelson just cracks me up. I he's, he's well funny in that. His performance in Scanner Darkly is one of the is comedy genius. Him and him and Robert Downey Jr. in that movie, comedy genius. Fucking hilarious that movie, I love it. Uh, I saw the uh, trailer for um, the Last Airbender. Yes, this is the spin of uh, the movie of the Avatar cartoon for mm -hmm. Cartoon Network. Yes, there's more than one uh, Avatar project in the works. It's not just James Cameron, but because yeah. James, but because James Cameron is James Cameron, M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong can't have Avatar in his title. Yeah. But uh, the teaser for the first look of the movie has come out. It's a very, very short look, but it I, looks I like cool. it. I like and it. it's a cool teaser. It's not like acres of black space. Yeah, yeah, It actually yeah. shows stuff happening, which I hate that when you get teasers that do that for you. But it's like, you know, the kid looks cool, and actually, and this is the, the, the way it opened up the scope in that trailer. It's got the kid doing his uh, kung fu around the room full of candles and blowing them out with his fists, but as the camera does, it pull back, pull back, pull back. Mm -hmm. Instead of fading to black, they just fade to a fucking huge navy just raining yeah, hell yeah, upon yeah, this yeah, place. Yeah. It's like, it's nice. bring it on! It's nice, nice. But I hope they don't blow their load too easy, too uh, too early. Yeah, because it is very early. Because it is very early. I mean, it's, it's not. Isn't it? It's like we're barely through summer. It's like a full year. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, so if they just if this is just like the first for like many months, that's nice. Just like a nice little teaser. 
Yeah. Let's go. Um, this is a Cold Souls, Paul Giamatti movie. Yeah, yeah. This, this is uh, this is Paul Giamatti's uh, stake in the, uh, the the being John Malkovich territory. Definitely, yeah. He's playing, he's playing Paul Giamatti. It's being it's being John Malkovich meets Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. He gets his uh, he plays a guy who he plays a guy called Paul Giamatti who just life is weighing him down, so he gets his soul removed. But Paul Giamatti is just he's a fucking legend. I'll, yeah. I'll watch him. I'll watch him in anything. I have watched him in anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking pig vomit. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You are the motherfucking Antichrist! <laughs> he was awesome with that. He was awesome with that. Pig vomit! <laughs> but he, uh, That's a movie that really deserves... I, I really need to see again. Private yeah. Parts. I haven't seen that movie since it came out. Neither have I. It's fucking funny. Yeah. Blank a doodle do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. But he, uh, this looks cool. It's like he wants to get his soul back, and then it turns yeah. out that they've accidentally sold it to some Russians. Yeah, some Russians. <laughs> and the, it took a left turn there. The trailer actually shows you in shows him in Russia. Russia so yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. it's kind of got it's that. Like, guess. I'm I'm really fascinated by it. It does look really really interesting. And apparently the director is massively pissed off that uh, everyone's comparing it to um, Kaufman stuff. Any Kaufman stuff. Her name's uh, Sophie Barthes. She hasn't done an awful lot of movies, mostly small shorts. Mm-hmm. But she's getting just like totally pissed off with that. Apparently every t- every interviewer meets. And who mentions the fact that it's similar to those sort of movies just gets a cut off. <laughs> oh well, what are you gonna do? Mm. But the poster is awesome. Yeah. Have you seen the po- I, have you seen the poster? I've seen one of them, I think. The one where his head's all split up like that? Yeah, yeah. I saw that one of those. The, the yeah, 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 yeah. That was that's a really cool cool poster. Yeah. So hopefully it'll be good. In 2012, the world's gonna come to a fucking end. And it's gonna look amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you imagine if it actually does happen? We'll be like, it's just like the movie! <laughs> Some jaded fucking just before twelve year old movie effects are better. <laughs> just before we buy it. Yeah. Oh god. How sad is that that our last thought before we die is Roland Emmerich's movie. <laughs> it's how he goes for Evan. If a thousand people die at the same time thinking of Roland Emmerich. Your last thought from the director of Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as spectacle goes, 2012 looks awesome. And it's Rob Cusack, I'll watch him. It's John Cusack. John Cusack, John Cusack. Sorry. John, Rob Cusack. Rob John Cusack. Who's Rob Cusack? Gross point blank Cusack. Yeah, he looks good in this. Oh, he's yeah. playing the dutiful dad. He's transitioning into those dad roles now, so we'll see how that works out. He's getting his paycheck for the year. This is his mortgage taken care of. Yeah. After this, he can go back and make Gross Point Part 2 or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's happily said so in interviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how he does it. Yeah. Bringing show, show me the money. Um, you mentioned, I think, on your Twitter that you uh, liked the trailer for Thirst. Did you see this? the trailer for it? Did you like the poster for Thirst? I love Did you see the trailer? No, 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 no. The I trailer didn't. came out there two weeks ago as well. I meant to pass it on to you, but um, it looks freaky. It's, I mean, his shit's crazy. Yeah. It's like it's a priest who's combating a disease and dies and becomes a, a vampire. <laughs> and then just, but like, it, there's a lot of just stuff in it that you're just thinking, like, that's going to be the whole of the movie. But that's like the quarter, first quarter of the trailer. So it goes into all this other stuff afterwards. You know, just with, it's not just him racking with this and feeding on people and accidentally siring about prizes and stuff like that. But it looks very muted. It looks like, you know, like the ring and all that kind of stuff. They mm-hmm. kind of they don't go widescreen or like that. It's mm-hmm. just like, it's these horribly cramped Japanese rooms. Or Korean in this case. I think. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's what, I'll, and uh, the lead, he's the guy from The Host. Yeah. Yeah, cool. But I fucking, God, I mean, like, I fucking hated him in The Host. Yeah. I mean, I loved his performance, but I thought, I just, his character just pissed me off. He's an idiot. He's like, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Such a fucking idiot. Oh, God, that's another awesome movie. The Host. Uh, I think finally then as well, I saw the trailer for Daybreakers. 
Yeah, this, this the, looks good. Yeah, I heard about this before because these Siri brothers have done a movie called yeah. Undead, which yeah. I can't seem to find. Yeah, it's uh, supposed to be like a zero budget movie. But that it's supposed was, to be. That was really awesome. Yeah. So now they're doing this Daybreakers and they had the poster for it, I think. On any the cool poster's movie. cool. No, nice little The poster is nice. It's like the, the, back, the background is all red. Yeah. And then, like in the in the uh, the middle, it's just the mouth, right? The fangs and the eyes. Yeah, yeah. This is the title through it. Cool. But yeah, uh, it's like Sam Neill's a fucking vampire. <laughs> Sam Neill. Sam Neill's awesome. And it's again, it's another one that I thought was going to be more like a kind of a Gattaca style. Mm-hmm. You know, like more meditative and some of that because mm-hmm. it was like, well, what do we do? We thought yeah, the vampires get pissed off each other or some of that. No, but well, the trailer goes into heavy core action. Later it actually on, looks, looks pretty looks cool. Like a pretty balls out action movie. Yeah, so. Willem Dafoe's kicking ass. <laughs> Willem Dafoe, uh, Ethan Hawke, uh, Sam, Sam Neill. Yeah. Uh, but it's basically it's like in this uh, sort of a f- uh, alternate alternate reality where it, the positions are reversed and the humans are the, the vampires are in control and basically the vampires are in control of everything and they're running out of humans to feed on when they yeah. do they'll devolve into these kind of um, Francis Ford Coppola Dracula bat creatures yeah <laughs> which I wasn't because I was really going to wonder like okay we'll die off it could be a movie about any kind of plague but it's like well we won't die off we'll turn into like slapping yeah, animals and chew yeah, on each other exactly <laughs> it's a bit more threatening which, uh, it's, uh, which is a really cool concept yeah. I like it and I like the look of it yes the look of it's very cool it's got a very distinctive greeny look to yeah. it not, not quite so Matrix a little bit more blue than that but it just has a look it's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's almost monochrome it's like. like an interesting blend of like uh, like it has an anime look yeah it has, a, so. it has a very nice anime look to there's it. a lot of people standing around in buildings not very far apart yeah, talking yeah, yeah. To beautiful offices talking to each other yeah very cool no I'm looking forward to this this is uh, January right I think, I think so yeah. yeah is that enough teasing should we get on to the Transformers review yep so yeah. before I go into anything this movie is making shitloads of bank yeah it's making all kinds of fucking money they're saying that uh, I mean they don't think it's going to beat Dark Knight but uh, it was 27 it's million yeah, yeah, it's had a ridiculous it has a, a very long opening weekend it opened on Tuesday and Friday in Japan and it opened in the US on the midnight showings Tuesday night Wednesday night Wednesday night because it was shown here on Wednesday yeah 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 Wednesday afternoon it was uh, it was showing in Singapore Wednesday evening yeah yeah. so their opening weekend is going to be big anyway it's just marketing around it but like it was, as of Thursday I think it was 27 million You've heard more than that. You've heard. Uh, yeah, on Friday it took in another, I think, like 35, 36 million, something like that. So uh, right now, uh, uh, before even going into Saturday, Sunday, it's like 130. Yeah. So. So we'll be here soon again talking about Transformers Three. Uh-huh. Uh, probably. Which they say is going to be darker. That seems to be the main uh, thing to say now. Everything. The is sequel is going to be darker. It's not Harry Potter for fuck's sake. <laughs> So as a follow-up to the 2007, in case you don't know, if you've been under a rock your entire fucking life and you've or, you just know, discovered if, you podcasting. Know, if you were, uh, if had been in a coma or something. Yeah. It's, uh, and you missed the 80s as well. <laughs> it's How could you? To Nobody the... misses the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> the 80s misses people. Yeah. <laughs> the decade that time forgot after the other decade that time forgot. <laughs> but, um... So yeah, it's after the first movie, Autobots mm-hmm. and humans working together. Working together to uh, hunt down like the, those uh, rest of the Decepticons that have been hiding around. Um, and some more Autobots have arrived because Optimus sent off a call at the end of the first one. That's right. And the movie starts with action. <laughs> it's got these guys hunting down. It's not, you're not going to get any sound for the first 20 minutes of this, which is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, you know, armies, soldiers and Transformers working together to beat a big motherfucking Decepticon. Yep. And that's all the money shots in the trailer in that first 20 minutes. It's like, yeah. I know, I know. It's that, that's... That's when you really wonder, you know, like, what are you in for here? When yeah. you realize that every, all the cool shit that you saw in the trailer is... You just hit the top of the roller coaster and you're waiting to go down. <laughs> it's just in the, within the first 10 minutes of the movie. I fucking love this movie. Yeah. I had a great time. I had a great time. I mean, like, uh, you know, like, yeah, midsection was a little saggy. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, like, you didn't need... 
you didn't need some of those robots. Yeah. Although they, they, they have, yeah, there's just loads more robots and there's a bigger stake at this point of who's going to blow up a planet. So just a globe-trotting adventure trying to piece together what, what the hell is going to go on. Lots more robots, lots more robots interacting in it as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Sam's going a bit crazy because he's the map in his head. Yeah. And that's the plot. That's basically the plot. And he's also going to college. I mean, like, I mean, I'll start with what I really, really loved about it. The, 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 I love the, uh, the, the character interaction between the robots this time around. Yeah. It was much better, much better. The relationship between Megatron and uh, Starscream. The Decepticons got most of it, yeah. Was, yeah, I mean, I, there was, you know, I, thought, I, I was really happy with that. Yeah. You know, the interplay between those two was very, very cool. And uh, they even Excuse changed... Wretch. They even changed uh, Starscream's voice a little bit. To be more like the old one. He's a bit more raspy. He's a bit more... You know, and come on, you cannot not like get some kind of movie Woody. <laughs> There's no way you cannot get some kind of cinematic Woody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like when you see that. And even the way his body language. Like, He's always lower than Megatron. I know, you have yeah. to huddle with something. Body language and everything. You know, ILM need to win the fucking Oscars, man, for this movie because. It is flawless. Yeah. It is flawless effects work. The, I think there's one effect, you know the fight in the woods? Yeah. Is that one of the IMAX shots? I think it is. Because even in that, it was like, it was so high def, just on the screen. It's a fight, big fight in the woods between Optimus and a couple of Decepticons. And like, they're doing the same fighting they're normally doing, a bit more hand-to-hand. -hand, but it's so much more, I think they put more frames per second. Yeah. It looks more detailed. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. quite it's, as confusing. And also, they're they're in an area where it's the moving. scale you can they can fight on a scale that's not hampered in by buildings and people. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's but it's awesome. It's just oh, it's just body ridiculous. Stuff. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's ridiculously good. The action sequences are fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Bay, motherfucker. <laughs> Consider us duly cockwhipped. You know, I mean. Uh, Wow. <laughs> it really is. I mean, like, you go in there as as an action flick. When, when these action sequences kick in, yeah. they are jaw-dropping. Yeah, I think I have to have the record now. Don't they? The biggest explosion with a person hurtling through it. <laughs> a person being Shia LaBeouf. Something like that. I mean, it's Jesus. It's it's insane. In in that regard, this movie is insane. But anyway, mm -hmm. where was it? So, like, uh, yeah, the, the character interplay, I, I liked a lot more. I liked that... Um, that some that we you know some characters were given some nice attention. I like some of Ironhide's bits. Yeah. You know I like the fact that uh, at the beginning of the movie they give Ironhide the Optimus Prime treatment with the 360 transformation. Yeah. yeah. You know he's the first major Autobot to get the first 360. Like you know in, in that I, I really like that. No, it was a cool shot. Um, I can, he's here. I can smell him. Yeah. And I love fucking Soundwave. Soundwave. Sam, sorry, Sam Worth was like, yeah. what's Sam Worth doing in this movie? Uh, I, I really liked how they updated Soundwave. Yeah. That was very clever. Mm. Uh, the, the whole uh, Soundwave and with, Ra and with Ravage still being a part of Soundwave. Exactly. That was something that I, as, you know, as a fan, I really fucking appreciate because that's hardcore. Yeah. And I was really like... And there was, some little, there was some little small guys flying at one point to bring the doctor over to the guys. Yeah, was yeah, that yeah, like, yeah. you know, my like, Tron and Laserbeaker, you know, what's his name there as well? You couldn't quite make them out. Yeah, yeah, some yeah, of yeah, the yeah. Soundwave's pets were a little bit... Their designs were a little less mechanistic and more yeah. organic. Yeah. Which was really cool. Ravages was very cool. Yeah. And, um, and the way he moved as well. I know, I know. Even when he's like dodging the guns at that base. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the camera stays with him and the tail flicking and stuff. Very, very cool. Very cool. And uh, they got Frank Welker to do the original voice of Soundwave to be Soundwave, and that was awesome. Yeah. When I, when I, when I heard Soundwave's voice, it was like, oh, that was awesome. So there are a lot of cool nods. Yeah. You know, and, and for the most part, I mean, like. <laughs> 
it's like Michael Bay's humor. He's like he's like a fucking twelve year old. Yeah, he he really is like a fucking twelve year old boy. I have to say, who was it? Yeah, special mention for the cute the humor was got of Sam's parents there. Yeah, and Julie White and Kevin Dunn. That was something. That, yeah, exactly. Go on. They were amazing. They were awesome in this movie. Julia White is fucking brilliant. Like she was first, it was awesome in the first one. Yeah, 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 Her yeah, character yeah. is written so quirky, but she nails she it. She really like takes it the extra level. And this, this one, one, she's like getting stoned. For, like it adds nothing to the movie apart from the Michael Bay thinks stoners are funny. <laughs> and wouldn't it be funny if your mom was a stoner? And like the whole thing, like after Bumblebee trashes the house, she like walks in, she walks out, she's like, I'm skinny dipping and you can't do shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, what the fuck? You're taking me to fucking Paris. <laughs> She walks out of the house with the fucking pans and she's just pissed straight away. These fucking robots. What is he say? I don't want to stay in the house with a psychopath the car. But yeah, I mean, this movie, you really get a sense of fucking Michael Bay's humor. Yeah. Because this is him taking that black guy running through the glass door in the first one. Yeah. And just timesing it by 10. It's the most ridiculous, juvenile, 12-year-old humor. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Every robot that has an exhaust farts when it transforms. You know that really farts every time he transforms? <laughs> yep. And uh, fucking like, you know, like uh, robots are aware of sex. <laughs> Completely aware of sex. Oh, yeah, obviously. Who says that? Uh, it's like the fucking, Optimus, like, isn't it? it's uh, that, that, that robot that tries to hunt Megan Fox. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, come, that was a bit much. It was like, what the fuck? When he starts humping her leg near the end, you're like, <laughs> What the, what the fuck is going on? And then that, the dogs humping each other as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good here. There's, that this, was good. Whole, there's this whole like, it, like uh, up things trying to fuck each other and try, trying to motif going through the movie. First you see, you know, like dogs trying to fuck each other. Then it's like robots trying to fuck humans. And then it's, like, <laughs> it's just bizarre. Bizarre. Like to, fucking on. It's like twelve-year-old, you know, <laughs> Mr. Michael. I demand that everything be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but. So yeah, like the humor, it's really juvenile, twelve-year-old shit. And some of that leads into my point on why I wasn't enjoying it quite so much, and that was the humor, particularly with the twins. Uh, I hate those motherfuckers. <laughs> These two skids, ghetto-speaking um, skids and mudflap, mudflap, skids and flaps. Fucking just two of them are idiots, and uh, they bumble through this movie just being comedic relief the whole way through, but not being in any way funny. Uh-huh. I just found them atrociously annoying. Their voices, their movements, the way they looked, everything. I just found them pointless. Yeah. I, it's like, I didn't, I didn't think they were so much like annoying. I was just like, like they're, they're fucking pointless. Well, they started out pointless, but then they kind of twisted the knife when they get more screen time than, you know, a lot of the other characters, you know? They start yeah, getting more yeah, screen yeah, time yeah. than Bumblebee, who's like, for fuck's sake, it's Bumblebee. Yeah. They, himself and Spielberg always said the way they, would, they came to the first movie is it's a story about a boy and his car. Yep. So what happened? The boy got his car stolen between movies? No, it's, uh, it, again, it's, it reeks of, uh, fucking, like, uh, test, test groups. Yeah. You know, it's like, we need, I don't know, like, we need some humor, or, or, I don't know, it's just like, uh, yeah, I don't know how to take to those two. Wheelie wasn't so bad. Wheelie was okay. Yeah, because I thought he was Steve Buscemi, so I thought that was alright. Wheelie was alright. I, I liked Wheelie, actually, it was quite, quite cute. Yeah, I want the wheeling transforming toilet. When he's stepping in fucking mouse traps and his tires hurt, that's just well. <laughs> uh, no, uh, but another thing that I really liked about this that uh, I was surprised was characters that annoyed me in the first one didn't annoy me in this one. Really? It's like I really was annoyed. John Turturro annoyed the shit out of me in the first one. Oh, I thought he was good. He, he got the he got the best line in the I, movie, which is you know she's a criminal. Criminals are hot. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I, I, but he still no. I mean, he had a couple of nice lines, but he annoyed me in the first one. His character, yeah, yeah his just, character was ridiculous. His character was just fucking like stupid. You but know, he's like, a heck, you're supposed to fucking you know. Give, he's the one you're supposed to hate. I liked him in this one though. Yeah, he didn't annoy me nearly as much as in this one. I mean, yeah, this one is actually desperate. funny. Yeah. in this one he's actually funny. And well, there's no need for the ass scene though. There's no need for no. Yeah, fucking Michael Bay. It's like Michael Bay is like you know he's in his five beta capo. He's like giving people wedgies and he wants you to see it. You know, it's like. This one is like 12-year-old juvenile fucking humor that Michael Bay puts in at some absurd moments. Yeah. It's like you're trying to build tension and you cut to John Turturro's ass. Yeah. You know, it's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> totally ADD. It's like, Jesus Christ. Um, there have been a lot of complaints that this movie is kind of racist, especially with um, Skids and Mudflap. What do yeah, you think about that? Yeah, because like, oh, it's... You can see where they're coming from. They're, they're kind of chunky guys and like the one big ears, goggling eyes, and one of them has a gold, gold tooth. tooth. <laughs> <laughs> Which is birth of a fucking nation. That's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> and I didn't even see the face and, of it. And, and they're illiterate. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> This is like, oh, can you guys oh, read the maps? Oh, no, no. Oh, reading? Oh, reading? We don't do much reading. We don't do much reading. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That's because you a pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They gave me the talking to this the whole way through the movie. They're foul mouth, illiterate, <laughs> stupid, stupid, annoying bastards. Stereotypes? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. You can't say there were stereotypes of anyone. They're red and green. <laughs> no one red and green is getting uh, offended. Has come out and said, "Oh, this is all against orange people." It's orange and green, wasn't it? <laughs> this is carcist. Carcist. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, like, it's it's kind of dip. Interesting, like being like in this part of the world where you don't necessarily like know what it must be like in America. Yeah. That sort of sentiments, you know. But um, I didn't really see so much. I saw, I saw, it, I saw them as stereotypes of a particular character type. Yeah. You know, but I didn't really think, oh, they're making fun of black people. No. I didn't. Really, I didn't think that. I just felt like, okay, character types. Therefore, character dictates character as such. Yeah. <laughs> Annoying or no, but um, I don't know. I mean, God knows how you've seen from another culture's perspective. Yeah. But interesting though. I mean, ain't it cool news? Like every one of those fuckers are like, you know, like stoning this thing to death. They're, yeah, they're, I wouldn't go that far at all. I mean, getting, I enjoy. They're getting it. off on it, you know. Like yeah. they're getting off on like saying what a shit movie it is. And I don't, I don't, I just sorry, I just don't get it. Yeah. Am I, mean, I becoming more accepting of of uh, mediocrity in my old age? I don't know. You could be. I don't know. But hey, those those action sequences were awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and and story wise, actually, it is it is it is a cool story. It just takes too long. Yeah. It just has a saggy midsection. There's a lot of that's one of the things I want to say. Like a lot of people are bashing this movie. I don't think either of us are bashing it. I mean, what I what I liked about it, I liked it the same level as the first one. But I wanted that, that. That's my biggest complaint is that I didn't feel more at the end. You know what I mean? Mm. I had a few more points. It was bigger in every way, so the flaws were also exaggerated slightly. And when we when we talk about these points, it's more like these are the things that if they just changed them slightly, I could see how they could just do it another way and not yeah, yeah, yeah. spend any more money on that. And would have just not made it awesome. So, but those are the kind of points that we do this for. Yeah. Uh, should we? Speaking of which, <laughs> some of the stuff that the, you're talking, the, the interplay between the robots is quite cool. But the interplay between the robots and the humans is pretty bad. You got Sam and Bumblebee okay, and Sam and Optimus okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but they're working for this group with humans and robots working beside each other. They call it Nest, which they don't ever explain what it is yeah, in the yeah. movie. Yeah, I looked it up. It's the non-biological entity Strike Force. Oh really? Is that yeah, but they're all, they're making, they they say it about sixteen times in the movie, and they never explain what the fuck it is. It's just Autobots and Transformers running along together. Maybe they did, but it's like deleted scenes or something. Yeah, but the relationship between them wasn't, you know, the only scene that they really had face-to-face talking was when, you know, Josh Hamill was talking, 
uh, he was talking to Arnhard like tapping on the car mm -hmm. there wasn't an awful lot of interaction between the two they were involved in the same conversations but it was beat and there was they that, weren't there was talking to each other they were talking to someone else or at someone if you know what I mean there was that scene in the beginning between Optimus and uh, all the military people and the uh, president's aide yeah but even with that I still like it wasn't a connection that these guys have been fighting beside each other for two years. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was, it was, part of it was just the, the level of communication, but also it was the fact that they weren't like... Tyrese Gibson, all he does in the movie is say... I, I don't know whether they CGI'd him in. He just says stuff at the end of other people's sentences. I don't think he actually has a full conversation throughout the whole thing. And most of what he says at the end of people's conversations is to say, oh, now we're bomb. Ty Tyrese Gibson, actually, in this movie, pointless. Absolutely. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like uh, the only reason he's in it is because he was in the last one. Yeah. It's, in terms of... In terms of <laughs> <laughs> he gets a good line where he gets to say, hey, man, we've sweated blood, sweat, and precious metals with these guys for the last two years. But again, he's kind of like, you know, not and that, really... And, and, that, and, that line, so, and that line just sounds so written. Yeah. You know, that's, it sounds like the kind of line that you would get in the original cartoon. Yeah. But, but, but uh, you know, like all the purest Transformers fans ain't going to admit to that. Yeah. Because, you know, like Shakespeare wrote it as far as they're concerned. But again, I didn't get that feeling. He said it, but I didn't feel it. You know, I yeah. wanted to see... They, broke, they, they got us to buy in the first movie. These aren't effects. Yeah. These are characters. Yeah. And we bought into that hook, line, and sinker. So now it would be nice to have those characters like really interact with the people on the same level that the humans interact with each other. Because mm -hmm. they don't. It's always like, okay, we get some exposition across or run! But, um, <laughs> you know, we flick back. So it's, not, it's more plot going forward as opposed to just interplay. Yeah. Which I, I was kind of disappointed in that. And I got some of that as well from the Decepticons. I would have liked to have seen the Constructicons mm -hmm. before. Yeah, uh, Devastator seemed to me like uh, largely w wasted in, in, a, in a way. And I mean, also couldn't in such a way that you could actually remove those scenes from the movie and you wouldn't actually notice. True. Because I mean, none, none of the guys in the main fight are I mean, involved. It's kind of, I was actually wondering about the editing at that point because either there's a load of Decepticons decided they really like flatbed trucks and construction gear but it may have been after Devastator broke up again they were separately fighting but it looked like there was like more than one of the same Transformer like the Constructicons were fighting in the battle the big mm -hmm. battle yeah, 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 but yeah. they were also part of Devastator yeah and there was, there was definitely one robot the cement mixer uh -huh. that was in both and it was like you could, it was fighting Jetfire at one point so you could see that shit happening so it's like how you know it, there's so many transformers they could be using the gap squad was going crazy so why would you to reusing the same ones is kind of a bit disappointing and yet that was yeah, the opposite of that on the Autobot side where they introduced a load of characters who are mentioned by name and do one thing and then they're gone yeah, and you yeah. don't even get to see what they turn into or what the fuck they were it was just a blur mm -hmm. that was a sideswiper one of those guys sideswipe yeah. yeah he's just like cool though but his bit was cool yeah his bit was cool but it's just like again no I know what you mean yeah I mean like uh, like they're like, promised these things and there's no real payoff with these characters yeah. in that sense and that led to big flaws as well, where just like one of the main characters disappears just at the end of the movie. They have more interaction with one of the other guys, because it's like, well, we can nail the same story beats with one robot, so let's just do that. But it just feels cheap. Yeah. It feels like, you know, there's a, the, the, that pullback, pullback, pullback shot, the first one they had them all there in their car forms. Yeah, yeah. It would have been nice to have something similar as they pull back, but as it was, it's just like, we'll just stick one robot in and be fine. Yeah, 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 I know. Uh, yeah. But having said that, I mean, like, just on a pure entertainment level. Yeah. Um, which, uh, which is what this movie is, has made no qualms about, uh, you know, saying it's all about anyway. I mean, like, uh, this movie has never been... Even what was it Megan Fox saying? Oh, we just run all day. Yeah, pretty much. We just much. go and we run, and we don't, we're not saying this is highbrow entertainment. I mean, I think when it comes to Michael Bay movies, it's gone to that point now where you can't really bitch about it, because you, there's no way you can't, not, you can't see it coming, you know? Yeah. It's like... Uh, like a, a Michael Bay movie is, is it's stamped on the lid exactly what you're yeah, getting yeah you know exactly what you're gonna get add water expect explosions yeah so like uh, to even 
like you're start, you know, once you start bashing it, it's like, you know, how could you not know what you were going to see? Yeah. You know, and this is the, this is his shit. And as far if you like his shit, then this movie is awesome. Yeah. You know, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna have issues with it for whatever reason, for you not liking because Michael, it's a Michael Bay, Bay movie. Yeah, if you're not gonna like it because it's a Michael Bay movie, then you really shouldn't see it. Yeah. Because it really is a Michael Bay movie. This is probably one of the most Michael Bay movies Michael Bay's ever, ever. done. Yeah. You know, you really get a sense of what a juvenile fucking mind this guy has. Yeah, like, yeah this is his dream project, man. It's just like explosions, sex. <laughs> Awesome, awesomeness. Awesomeness. <laughs> uh, but I love uh, the the last Optimus moment. Yeah. The 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 fight. Yeah. Yeah. That's... That was pretty cool. But it was a little short. Yeah, it was kind of short. There's a build up to all. This is the build up of the movie, and kind of like the movie's crown jewel is without a doubt the the forest fight. Yeah. I mean that is just astounding. Yeah. It's just and they fucked up again with the names and stuff like that. Like Devastator was in the first one as well. He's the tank. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. mention that. And then I think there was the one that they they must have just reused the model. There was apparently because it's not Blackout. I think Blackout died in the first one. Brawn. No, but there's another helicopter as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Exact same as Blackout, just with a brown color. I thought it was Blackout. Don't know why it couldn't be Blackout. But the logic that they can. Um, These come forms up with, are effective. The logic they can come up with is just to basically just scan it. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean that's not their original form anyway, so they just rescan it and then there you like go. Like the twins do, they come in as an ice cream van. Yeah. That was like Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're not playing to any stereotypes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I enjoyed it overall. I, I enjoyed it very very much. I mean, I would see it again. Yeah, I have to see it again. I really want to see it again. See um, those niggles actually really are niggles, or you can just iron them out with the rest of it. It's just one of the, it's just one of those things for me where I mean, uh, I've been I've been pumped to see this movie because I knew exactly what I was going to get. Yeah. <laughs> and I got what I wanted. You know, as far as that's concerned, uh, I got no complaints. You're all good. Yeah, I mean, like, plot-wise, it's weak, but you knew it was going to be weak. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not as if we're look, we're, we're waiting for, like, the sequel to The Godfather. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's fucking, it's it's Transformers. It's not just Transformers, it's Michael Bay's Transformers. Yeah. So you you should know what you're going to get. And if, if you and that means Devastator has testicles. Yeah, Devastator has testicles. Yeah, <laughs> wrecking balls. Yeah, we're, um, we're underneath the enemy scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I, I heard about it in advance, and then I always saw it. And they, 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 they look, there's a, there's a, there's a dinosaur's ball. Then they tell you, look, I'm under the dinosaur's balls. It's Michael Bay. <laughs> it's a donut, it's brilliant, I love it. <laughs> if they just left it as it was, it's no like, one would have noticed. It would have awesome. been, been just a, you know, a little Easter egg. Oh, and by the way, Devastator has two balls. I'm under his balls. <laughs> uh, so but it's, it's still funny. <laughs> it's still, you still laugh. And I'm, you know, that when, when, when one of the twins calls that calls the kid a pussy, I did laugh. Yeah, I must confess. And that was another thing that was a bit weird. It wasn't a minus point. I just found it odd. Like it's a pretty thirteen movie, and they're calling this kid a pussy, and there's like people are saying bitch and shit all the fucking time. <laughs> I'm not. I have to go through it again just to see if there's any more I missed. It's Michael Bay. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you get away with it? I have no idea. Because I mean, they must have paid them like the, the so much executive money. Uh, producer Steven Spielberg uh, card probably gets you a long way. Yeah, yeah. Because wasn't it something about ET? He managed to get away with that or something? Or was it close encounter or something that he managed to get? Or Jaws? It was, I think. Yeah, yeah, Jaws. He managed to bribe the board. <laughs> cool. But yeah, it's a, it's it's a very very solid piece of summer entertainment. Yeah. It is in that regard. It is it is what a summer the definition of summer movie. It is pure spectacle. And it is as good as the first movie. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, uh, I mean it's pure spectacle, and just on that on that basis alone, it's it worth the, it's worth the price of admission. 
you know. So, so go see yeah. it. I would, I would definitely recommend that you go see it. It's definitely something that you want to see on the big screen. If you can get tickets, because it's just fucking packed. Well, you just have to wait. You have to wait. All right then. Uh, moving on to the Malaysian US top tens. Okay. In Malaysia. Number 10, State of Play. I want to see this. I want to see the BBC original. I've heard it's very good. I haven't seen it. No, neither have I, but I've heard, heard it's very, very good, good thing. But I'd imagine if you watch the miniseries, you'd probably be let down by the movie. Yeah, I think that's... Well, one of the guys who's in the miniseries said, asked him, has he seen it? And he said, well, it'll be kind of like going to an ex-girlfriend's wedding to a much nicer blo- bloke. <laughs> Number nine, Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana movie. movie, Malaysia Goes to Hell. Yeah. Number eight, eight. Monsters vs. Aliens. Love this movie. I hear this is mediocre. Ah, well, go see it and see what you think. Okay. Seven, 17 again. Zac Efron strikes oh. again. No, six, The Last House on the Left. I've heard the reviews are very bad for this. It's yep. just very derivative and yep. it doesn't do anything with the movie at all. It's, yep. it, and it's revenge porn, right? So, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yep, I haven't heard good stuff either. No. Number five, Night of the Museum 2, Battle of the The Search for More Money. Amy Adams. Sex. Four, Blood, The Last, the last Vampire. Vampire. Um, I've heard this is shit. Really? Uh, yeah. But I haven't I'm, seen any reviews I'm yet. still curious to check it out anyway because she wears a school uniform. And fights vampires. Number three, Jangan Pandang Belakang Jongka. Do you have any fucking idea what this is about? Because I spent a good 45 minutes standing in the queue for the tickets for Transformers, watching the trailer with the sound off, trying to figure out what the hell's going on. I have no idea. <laughs> they're like, there's demons, there's people on bikes, I'm not sure whether the guys turn into those demons accidentally, or they're cursed and they're followed around by them, or one of them possesses them, or there's a creepy looking girl, and they, I don't know what's going on. I have no clue. It freaked me out. Number two, Terminator Salvation. Still hanging in there, like... Actually, Terminator Salvation, we should know, is a hit in everywhere, except the States. (laughs) So the world finally has proof they're always wrong. And the States isn't exactly a flop, it's just not a smash. Yeah, there's no Transformers 2. Number one, is it possible Malaysians have good taste? Drag me to hell! Yeah, (laughs) that's going to be cake later there by next week with Transformers. (laughs) Transformers has already made enough money to be number one. At uh, the US box office top ten, number ten, Terminator Salvation. If you're American, go see it, it's good. Number nine, imagine that. This is the Eddie Murphy thing that's Eddie bombing. Murphy. Yep. What was the story? Is someone suing everything about not getting enough uh, publicity? And we'd never heard of it before now, have you? Um, I'd heard of it. I mean, I'd, I'd seen the trailer prior to that. Any good? It, it looked, I, I don't know. Uh, Eddie Murphy needs to do an R-rated movie soon. Yeah. Because whenever I see a poster of Eddie Murphy and he's got a kid next to him, I just, no thank you. Turn it off. Fuck off. Number eight, Land of the Lost, dropping fast. It's supposedly a bomb as well. Yep. It's not a summer unless you get some bombs. You can't have all quality all the time. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Star Trek. Quality all the time. At the moment, this is uh, the highest grossing film of the year so far. It's soon to become the Iron Man of this year, I think. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Star what? It's, uh, it, it'll, it's going to live up to its Iron Man of this summer yeah. title in every sense of the word. <laughs> Number six, Night of the Museum. Museum again. Number five, The Taking of Pelham. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. I'll review this next week. Good, bad, indifferent. Uh, it's, it's, preview. It's, uh, it's the kind of movie that would have made a killing if it was made 10 years ago. <laughs> Number four, year one. And year one, I've heard shit things. Yeah, I've it's heard supposed it's to be really awful. fucking childish. I, I've heard it's this year's Love Guru. <laughs> Seriously. We'll have to watch it then if it's this year's Yeah, 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 yeah. What is it you can't face? Oh, no. <laughs> We're starting the can't face, uh, can't face controversy all over again. What is it you can't face? <laughs> Number three, up. Oh, can't wait to see what you think of this. Number two, The Hangover. I've heard this is very, very funny. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing this one. My brother Stuart, whose taste I trust, not at all, yeah. uh, loves it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a, that's a thumbs up if ever I heard one. <laughs> I don't know, but he was, I don't know, I, I'll, I'll trust him. Let's see. 
Number one, the proposal, McConaughey, right? Hmm? Is this McConaughey? Oh, no, this, no, is, this is Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Yeah, the De Niro of his generation. Fuck him. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. This is his... Don't uh, fuck up Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds. This is his Wag the Dog. Wag the Dog? Wasn't Wag the Dog a good movie? No, I didn't like it. You didn't like Wag the Dog? I didn't like the Wag Barry Levinson movie? Yeah, I didn't like it. With De Niro and fucking... Yeah, yeah. Didn't like it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's how, that, that, that must be like, a, you know, the look other people have when I tell them how I feel about Finding Nemo. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of animation, did you see the trailer for Ponyo? Uh, no, I didn't. No, don't. I hated it. It's one of these, from the people who brought you, and Disney Presents, and from the masterpiece of animated storytelling crap. Oh, right, okay. And you see Liam Neeson's voice, and that's it. It's like, Ponyo! You do it, Ponyo! Save us, Ponyo! I'm just like, I want to see the Japanese trailer. Just show me a trailer about the plot that doesn't go into that crap. It just you, has it quickly. Can you get a Japanese trailer on YouTube or something? I haven't found any yet, but uh, it could be cool. I've seen stills. It looks beautiful. Yeah. Well, it looks like a Studio Ghibli movie. I mean, I might be expecting a little bit more than that in them now, you know? They're saying he's going to be at the con. Oh, really? Yeah. When are you off at the con? Uh, 20, uh, 21st. 21st. Okay, so you got another couple of weeks of podcast before we take a break again. Yeah. Hopefully with... Uh, Live reporting from the floor. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. Well, that ends our podcast for this week. And now the Transformers is out. I don't know what I'm supposed to do in the cinema for the rest of the year. Uh, See it again. <laughs> and then Star Trek. And then Transformers again. Uh, or let's try and check out Drag Me to Hell. Uh, I'll, I'll review uh, Taking a Pelham 123 and I'll review I Love You, Man. Yeah, I'll try, I'll try and get to see Drag Me to Hell. And I'll try and catch something else as well. Until then, until then talk to you later. See ya.